0: the Caspian Podcast, the podcast of the Caspian Post with me, Mark Elliott. And we're live. Okay, so uh, welcome to the Caspian Podcast with me, Mark Elliott. Today I'm talking to Mick Stump. Uh, he has a glittering career of nearly 40 years with BP from Egypt to Ecuador, all over the world. But the bit we're interested in is the years from uh, 2016 to 2019. I think I've got that right where you were head um, and president of the country for Turkey, BP Turkey. And what we're most interested in is the bit where you're um, working with Azerbaijan, Georgia and Turkey. Um, and I, have I got that right for a start? Is, is that? <laughs> That's
1: absolutely right, Mark. That's a really good introduction and, and quite <laughs> challenging to start with. But yes, so, so I had, just to be clear, you know, I was based in Turkey, but I, very, I was also a vice president uh, with our business in Azerbaijan. So I frequently went, went to Baku and had sort of a lot of opportunity to actually travel widely in that region, particularly Turkey, Georgia and, and Azerbaijan.
0: And All that's of, how we managed it.
1: Am, I'm totally passionate about it.
0: Well that's why why we managed to ha- get the odd opportunity for a lovely bottle of uh, of Saparavi in Baku so uh, <laughs>
1: we did yes exactly yes
0: most memorable well now the, the whole idea of these podcasts is to bring out a bit of the, you know you're in the oil industry but people we, we we don't get so much of the human side whether of the local people or of the oil exec so i sort of i, I suppose in a, in a in a minute or two, how could you sort of give a sense to people of you know what it's really like for a sort of globe-trotting rock star um, <laughs> a, a, of an oil exec like yourself?
1: Uh, Ex oil exec, um, you know, it's not rock star. You know, it's it's like every other job. What 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 are jobs really about? They're, they're all about people. They're about relationships, and 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 that's what you do in business. That's what you do in in your personal life. And I think that you know. The way that my my job really turned out it was about building on those relationships maintaining those relationships and and, and driving the
0: business forward for, for mutual benefit and it's certainly true isn't it in that part of the world the, the, the level of hospitality is something and certainly for myself that that that's bl- blew me away when I first got to the region I, I imagine you had a similar situation um, you know as, as you travel around that region
1: it's you know, I, I mean, Mark. I think it's a universal truth that sort of what drives the world is people. Um, and but I found that all over the world, but particularly in the Azerbaijan, Georgia, Turkey region. I think you know, in the West and particularly in in the UK, they're actually much. It's a much misunderstood region. I just don't think people understand the richness of history um, that we have with that region. And I also think the richness of relationships that that, that we have with that relation with, with that region. Um, and, and I, I, you know, obviously I, I love what we did there. I'm passionate about the job that I did, but more than anything, you know, I'm passionate about, you know, the countries that, that, that I worked in and, and, and the people I met there.
0: What would you say um, in the oil industry? industry, Well, I know because I started going there before you did, in fact, like back in the in the 1990s. And I remember Baku was um, some of the BP people told me, oh, Baku is considered a a hardship posting. Don't tell anyone it's not true because we want to get the extra money. Now, obviously, things had changed a great deal by by 2016. But I'm sort of interested how within Sort of the, the beep. If you're in Sunbury and then they tell you you're going to Baku, how do people people feel about it even today? Is there, a, is there a sense of foreboding? How do people think about it?
1: I think things are still much the same. You know, you 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 join the oil industry as one joins many industries for a number of reasons. But most many people certainly when I joined the industry. You joined because you wanted the travel, you enjoyed the travel. I I've I've always traveled, whether it's been for work or, or for pleasure. So, you know, working for BP was in many ways just an extension of, of, of my, my personal life. And it, it actually allowed me to do what I enjoyed doing and 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 get paid for it. Um, so I I mean going part part of going to to Baku or, or any country is. You don't want to go to somewhere that's quite frankly another London or another Hampshire. You want to go to somewhere that that's different, that's interesting, um, mm-hmm. I, and 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 that's what, what 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 is so good about going out there. I think that's still why why people go there. You know, if you went there and it was quite frankly just like working in London, you kind of think twice about about going. I think part of it is it's about actually being able to experience something different and, and, you know, being able to experience something different and by going out there, being able to offer something different to to the people you meet and and, and the country you're working in. You know, it, it's really, it is mutually beneficial.
0: Oh, that's for sure, that's for sure. Now, but I, I know you spent more of your time in Turkey, but they, they say that Turkey and Azerbaijan are one nation, two states. I, I mean, did you see enough of Azerbaijan to sort of make the comparison? I mean, what we sort of the the impressions of this, the similarities and the differences that struck you? I think
1: there's there's a lot of similarities. That there, there are differences. You know, uh, you know, Azerbaijan does have a slightly different history with with, with more the Russian history, which, which Turkey doesn't but you know there are so many similarities in, in the names of people and 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 just their their ideologies obviously you know um the muslim faith in in, in both countries as well you know it it it's exhibited slightly different in in, in the two countries but you know it it's clearly
0: there um but well, i i it, i love i love the way that the um it, although it's it's changed a little bit when i first went to Azerbaijan, people used to say yes it's a um we're Muslims. So we have only the one bottle of vodka, (laughs) (laughs) but I mean, maybe that's a little bit unfair, but it was, um, that there's a sort of very relaxed form of Islam that sort of is, is pious and spiritual. Um, but, uh, but not too controlling or at least that was the impression I, I tend to have.
1: Well, I, I, I agree with you, but I think that sort of sums up Azerbaijan. It, it, It is that beautiful mixture. Of, of so many things. And, you know, it, it's rather like, you know, if, if, if you go to Baku, it you know, on, on one side, it's one of the most modern, fantastic cities in, in the world. You've got something like the Haider Ali, Aliyev Centre, and many other absolutely awesome modern buildings that wouldn't be out of keeping in Paris, London, Berlin, New York. And then on the other hand, you've got sort of the old traditional parts as well. You know, you've got in in, in Baku, you know, well, you've got sort of the the old walled city, you know, with the 12th century walls, the Maiden Tower, and and the way that they've actually sort of now made that car free and they've Mm. put money into renovating it. I mean, it, it is fantastic to see that there is that effort on preserving that culture within a really modern, vibrant city. You know, a city that actually hosts, you know, Formula One racing, for instance, which is I can tell you, if you've not been there for Formula One in Baku, you've missed something. It it is quite spectacular.
0: Well, I have to say that that's the other thing about anyone that went to Baku uh, for the first time as I did in in the 90s. uh, If they haven't been back, they would be just so astounded. Well, you remember that hotel that you used to stay in, the the Apsharon Hotel? Yes. I may have told you over a few glasses of wine about how I had actually stayed there in 1995. Um, back then, it was a Soviet-era dump. Uh, every every <laughs> every floor of the hotel had been privatized um, into separate small businesses, and um, basically, it was a choice between the the, the sort of ten dollar room, the twenty dollar room, or the forty dollar room. Um, uh, but the some 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 of them were so bad that I, I think I, I it was there that I had to sleep in my bath with the with the bath uh, waters up to, to keep all the mosquitoes off. Now now it's it's a it's a plush Marriott. sorry I'm, I'm i'm interviewing myself this isn't good is it <laughs> well to be honest i mean you know it's
1: one of my favorite hotels in the world uh, and and i honestly mean that because i i traveled to baku weekly from from turkey at one stage and and the nice thing is it didn't matter what time of the day i arrived what time of the night i arrived as soon as you walked through it wasn't just you know yeah the person at the door, the person that the they they all just knew your name and 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 they really? were incredibly wow. welcoming and as soon as you got there it was just like a, a, a home from home and I think that that's one of the nice things actually about um Azerbaijanis and 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 actually probably it's about the people from from the region you know
0: yeah
1: um they they are incredibly welcoming very hospitable people I mean I, you know just another story um you made a recommendation to us once about um, an outfit called Camping at Azerbaijan. And, and, and we used them to go on a, a day trip up into the uh, the High Caucasus. I think it was a place called Guriz. Um, oh, Guriz, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, in, 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 in the cloud uh, area, the cloud valley just north of uh, uh
0: where is it, Kuba? This yes, is Guba. It's inland from Guba. That's yeah,
1: right. and anyway, you know, you 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 get up there through this absolutely spectacular drive. There's ravines, there's gorges, there's waterfalls, there's running rivers, and you're in this landscape where you can almost imagine the yurts and the sheep and 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 you know the hordes of Genghis Khan going through. <laughs> it, it, it's it's, like it's it just not changed over time. And we 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 did a walk there, you know down a valley, we had to prepare precariously cross this river. And we, we ended up in this little village. I think it was actually in Giris in itself. And, you know, we, we had lunch just in, in, you know, one of the townspeople's houses there. It was yeah. so yeah. traditional and, and, you know, they were just so welcoming. And, and, you and, know, and it
0: really is a different world from Baku, isn't it? I, I believe Greece is one of those um villages that has its own language. Uh, yes, it does, yes. And and the if you if you took the route that starts at Jack and goes down through the valley, there's actually a, a place where the, the, the bridge gets washed away every year, and when, that, that, when, but that, that, that's the place where we had to cross. Yes, exactly. <laughs>
1: did you do it on? A, you do it on horseback? No, we 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 did it on foot. So 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 we did get a bit wet getting across the river there. But you know that just made it a spectacular trip. I mean, absolutely outstanding. And I Isn't think, but I think there, there you've summed it up, Mark, you know, it is, you know, I probably didn't do enough traveling outside of Baku. But what the little that I have done, and I've done it for work going up pipeline routes, I obviously did it on this hiking trip. There is so much more to Azerbaijan than just Baku. And I think that that's what people need need, need to think, you know. Going to Azerbaijan isn't just going to Baku and staying in a five-star hotel. There is so much more you you can do there. And, you know, all the time. I mean, to be honest, I think I was probably in Baku uh, before you for for some earlier trips, probably in in, in the early 80s, because I I can remember landing at at, at the old airport, which um, just seemed miles out of town and and, and, and traveling into town through all these... Oh, not, didn't, it, uh, didn't it yes
0: it really did are, 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 so you're saying in the 80s like in the soviet era or just after independence no it, it must have been it was just after independence
1: after sort of bp had been uh invited in
0: oh well that's um, very exciting i didn't realize you'd been there at that stage what, they, they I mean,
1: were only a couple of sort of day trips then but you know you, you see where where it's it's come but i think that the main thing is you know baku is not Azerbaijan. there is so much more to it and yeah. and i, I there is just so much to see. I mean, but yeah. you know, you you, you talk about uh, Azerbaijan, and you know, one of the things that we loved about Azerbaijan, I did take take my wife there on quite a few trips as well. It's actually the food there. I mean, mm. the food is fantastic. If you eat Azerbaijani tomatoes, you know, you you eat a, a tomato from Tesco's or <laughs> one of our supermarkets, and quite frankly, there's not a lot of taste but you get an Azerbaijani tomato that has just been grown out there in, in, in the local fields. And it's got real taste.
0: Well, and, it, it and tastes, you can <laughs> taste like it's, it's just been sucking up the sunshine. Yes, I? exactly, exactly. Um, but, well, I mean, what I love is that, that you know, you as an oil executive, you know, you, you've got a busy life, but you've actually taken the time to, to, to notice where you are. And I suppose that's also a reassuring thing for people that, I, you know, I think i mean i think oil people get a bad rap i know my a couple of my first editions of my book were sponsored by by ExxonMobil. sorry for the competition but um, but but interestingly in the west people were saying well how how can you take oil money i was like no because of oil money i was able to do a much better job at researching it and and i think this is again a little bit un, unfairly put um and and with you know it really does make a difference. And I, I know within Azerbaijan, the fact I had um, a little, it was a very small amount of oil company sponsorship, <laughs> but it, it it added a certain cachet because people realized, I think, I mean, uh, overall, there was this sense that the the oil companies had come to help the country transform. And I mean, and transform, it certainly has. Um I think, well, you will have seen that if you were there in the early 90s. Well, I mean,
1: Azerbaijan has transformed hugely. And, and and obviously, you know, the first part of the transformation does, as in most countries, tends to be in the capitals. But slowly, you can really see how that wealth has actually spread out and, and how other mm-hmm. parts of the country have, have, have really come on. And yeah. it's, it's just great, great to see. But, but I'd say, you know, you know I, I obviously did a lot of, in Azerbaijan, but, you can combine Azerbaijan, you can combine Azerbaijan with Georgia and Turkey and get people thinking about just visiting the region, you know, yeah. get, getting out of our, our comfort zones of just going to sort of your Spain and Greece and, and, and lying on a boring beach and going to somewhere which is really special and novel. I mean, you, you, you get up in, in, in the Caucasus in, in Azerbaijan or Georgia, and you know you get a real feeling of space of open air of mountains yeah. and and these places are still remote today you know mm. they, they they the tourists are starting to go, but they're not there in their hordes, and this is really the time to get out there and experience them
0: well, can I just say mick um i, I you're obviously an even better um uh, tour agent than you are (laughs) you are as an oil guy i'm afraid we've we've kind of reached about the sort of time limit so i just really would like to thank you for for giving me a a, something that's much more about travel and and the sort of things i love than 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 the whole oil industry and i think that's a really nice thing that we can see that that people are really um have had a good time but have really appreciated the region thanks so much for talking to us and and maybe we'll talk again uh, on another podcast later on
1: been a pleasure mark and, and i hope anyone who listens to this you know the real thing is get out there and experience it for yourself i mean you you will not be disappointed you will be welcomed with open arms i can that is the one thing i can guarantee you will have an experience but the people will be incredibly
0: friendly thanks so much wonderful Thank you, mark. bye